everyone, my name is Nate Ortiz and this is Walking in Power. And I just wanna share a message with you out of 1 John chapter two, starting in verse 15. It talks about loving the world. You know, we live in these times where we love comfort. We love being comfortable. We love our things that we can depend on. We just love convenience. And sometimes when we love this convenience or we love comfort, we we typically give up control of certain aspects. So, right, when we get that click list from the store, right, we're not picking up the, the product, the fruit, or anything like that. We just rely on someone else to do it. So we lose a little bit of control there. Maybe there's other aspects where we lose a little bit of control. But in this world, we have to learn to resist comfort in ways that's not healthy to us in our development with God. You know, when it comes to our faith, we have to realize that um, God did not call us to comfort. God did not call us just to be uh, someone who just is looking to get through life with minimal um, interaction with people. But God has called us to live this life to bring change, to bring hope, to bring love, to bring life to people. But we can't do that if we are continually just trying to be what the world wants us to be or just trying to conform to the image of the world or just love the things of the world. But when we turn ourselves to understand that what God's word lays out for us is life. And we're not just going to know God just because we go to church or we heard a great sermon on a podcast or in person or online. But when we read God's word line upon line, chapter upon chapter, book upon book, that's when God really begins to um, you know, expand himself in our lives. And we begin to see things. And uh, through his spirit, we see certain things highlighted to us that bring us um, this element of just understanding him in a greater way than we have before. So whether you've been new serving the Lord or you've served the Lord for a long time, uh, take time to read his word, not just rush through it, but to really take it in. Because when you fall in love with his word, you fall in love with God. And the things of this world that I've talked about, they grow strangely dim. The things that used to pull you in don't pull you in like they used to. The things that used to excite you maybe don't excite you no more because you've really found something that is more life-giving in God. I mean, think about it like this. Sometimes in our lives, we have these things, these buckets that we hold and we pour everything in it uh, that we, we feel like this, this is going to hold everything that I need. But there's that hole in the bucket and it's just not really going to fulfill. And we find ourselves always having to fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, and never really having this level of contentment or happiness. And, you know, we could talk about happiness and what it all means. But um, I heard this quote one time, which I thought was great, but it says, you know, happiness is not what you have, what you enjoy. And so when you learn just to enjoy what you have in this life and not feel like you need greater or bigger or better, we say, God, whether it's much or whether it's little, I'm content because you're with me. And I love that you are blessing me even when it feels, uh, even when life feels overwhelming, you are still for me and you are still here with me. And so in First John chapter 3, uh, starting verse 15, it says, Do not love the world nor the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So we can talk about loving God, but if we really put the things of this world before Him, is the love really there? I mean, think about it. If you're in a relationship and someone else always puts you second to these different things in their lives, you're not really going to feel valued. You're not really going to feel like you are um, really loved. You're always going to feel like you're in that second place. And same thing with God. If we always put the world before God or what the world wants from us or what we feel like is comfortable to us or pleasing to our flesh, we're not really going to be in the place to hear from God. So going on to verse 16, it says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the boastful pride, the boastful pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. 
The world is passing away and also its lust, but the one who does the will of God lives forever. So here's some thoughts I want you to think about. What is the will of God? You will understand the will of God for your life when you are able to really pull back from things. You know, sometimes we lean into things and we aren't able to really hear what God wants to speak to us. When you're looking for the will of God, pull back, ask God. Say, God, what, what do you have for my life? What do you want me to do? And, and he'll show you the path. And sometimes it doesn't come in a week. It doesn't come in a moment. It doesn't come in a month. But it's consistent to ask that question and God begins to show you the ways or God begins to bring people into your life and it sparks something inside of you and saying, yeah, this is it. I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to do this or I'm called to this. You want to be open to how God wants to use your life, how God wants to speak to you. So um, keep in mind that you know, when you are in that place of saying, I want to do the will of God, pull back on things. Don't let yourself be crowded out. The second thing I say is do is talk to someone. When you say, what's the will of God for my life? Be with someone who can mentor you, encourage you, speak life for you. Maybe look at some things that you feel like they, they can uh, look at your life and really say, it seems like this is a passion of yours. It seems you really come alive when you talk about this. Uh, maybe God's asking you to do something in that capacity. You know, serving at a local food shelter, serving in your church, uh, you know, creating a, a nonprofit and doing something. Who knows? But get someone who can speak life into you and also pull some of those things out for you. And that's the last thing about the will of God is, is pray into it. So you pull back, you get a mentor, but then pray into those things that you feel like God is giving to you. Don't just fall into what the world would have for you, but say, God, what is your will for my life? Help me not to love anything else more than you. And you will see God begin to just uh, give you the strength that you need. Not that the path is always easy, but God will give you the strength that you need for it. So I just want to just uh, encourage you with that today that don't fall into comfort, don't fall into just loving things in this world, but ask God, God, what is the will that you have for me? And I tell you, that is the best place to be. It may be challenging, it may be hard, but that's the place that I believe you will find the most fulfillment in this life. Hey, be blessed. I'll see you next time on Walking in Power. Music